Rose Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Some of my favorite songs today on the rejoins as we will honor spending time with one of my favorite dudes on the planet, John Senning. Last time we'll be together for a while. You get me, John, and this is You Got Me by The Roots, 1025 The Bone. Somebody told me that this planet was small. We used to live in the same building on the same floor. And never met before we tell them overseas on tour. And peep this Ethiopian queen from Philly taking classes abroad. She's studying film and photo flash focus record. Says she working on a flick and come on click through the score. She says she loved my show in Paris. I think it's taken me about two weeks, but this segment may be the one where I finally start to understand the volume controls on this new board. You're doing a great job, bud. You have to have it. Almost all the way down to be able to talk over it. I can't wait until you have, you get to feel it with your own fingers. for John's Joints. Dude, I didn't follow up with you last night, so I, I made the decision to eat dinner from a JJ's over here off Gandy. Yeah, yeah. And I told you about that blondie. Yeah. Dude, I haven't had a true sweet treat in a minute, like a mm. like a, like a a baked good. Yeah. So I, it could be just where my mind was because I was like, so excited for it. Yeah. That was one of the best baked treats I've ever had. It had a... I don't know if I've asked you this before. Where do you stand on your chocolate chip cookies and things like a blondie having walnuts in them? Are you a walnut supporter? Um, I'm not a big walnut fan, but when I when I eat a brownie with a walnut, it's not bad. My preference is to is not to have them. Um, but if it's in there, it's not going to ruin it for me. It's not like a peanut. A peanut, the most pedestrian of nuts doesn't do a single thing for me if it's in a baked good. A walnut can enhance a, a brownie. I'd prefer them not be in my blondies. I do love a blondie. My mom yeah. used to make blondies all the time. Yeah, I just, it's probably been within the last six months that I i have been turned into somebody who, first of all, under, I'm grasping that there are people who believe a standard chocolate chip cookie should have walnuts in it. That's stupid. There, there are those people who believe that. They, yeah. they do believe that. So once mm. I started accepting that and wrapping my head around the tradition of it, I really found myself loving a, uh, mm. a chocolate chip cookie with walnuts in it. Okay. And I didn't even know that this blondie, which had big old giant chunks of chocolate in it, mm. were also going to feature walnuts. But mm. the, 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 the just melted in your mouth. And every once in a while, you get the crunch of one of those kind of... Uh, is it wrong to call the walnut an oily nut? Is that wrong? No, it's a very oily it's nut. A, and it's just almost bursting your mouth with that nut oil. Ooh. And, uh, oh, Christ. it was, uh, it's been a while since I had something so delightful, and I just wanted to tell you about it. Two things, uh, quite a coincidence that we both got a little bit naughty last night, because in my last Instacart order, on a whim, I was ordering, and it, and it suggested a Ben & Jerry's pint of fish food. Oh. And I just decided that was the universe telling me, hey, dude, you've been going through it spoil yourself and get a pint of fish food for Christ's sake. 
So I did, and I got a little naughty with it last night. I think I ate uh, one-twelfth of the whole pint. One-twelfth? One-twelfth of the yeah, whole pint. because I, I know that the ice cream can be a little uh, problematic for your tum-tum. So it will be a little cold on the tooth-tooth, too. Yeah, yeah, so uh, a twelfth. Uh, that's the thing. I don't know that I've ever sat down. That's the problem, actually, is I don't know that I've ever sat down with a pint of Ben & Jerry's and not found my way to the bottom within within a mere moments. Yeah, see, if I get a fifth of the way through, I go, you disgusting pig, what is wrong with you? And that's um, On the nut food? tip, if I may, Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm eating those dark chocolate cashews from Publix because of the magnesium content of both the dark chocolate and the cashews. Man, the cashew is a good nut. Dude, see, that's the thing, is one day I feel you'll come around on a lot of nuts because you've... Mm. Uh, you know, you've 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 had I've been derog- my whole you've life. been had derogatory things to say yeah. about a cashew. I often yeah. refer to the cashew as the lobster of the nut family, and uh, you've pushed yeah. back on that. And uh, you know, here we are. I don't like the circumstances which pushed the the cashew into your arms, but you you seem to be enjoying them. I was wrong. Uh, the 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 cashew is the lobster of the nut family, and they're delicious. Thanks, man. That means a lot to. So happy to hear you say that. Good. Uh, tonight, uh, they are going to be announcing the NFL schedule, and we're getting just a little bit of sneak peek here, and it's kind of exciting. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will face off on Sunday night football in week four. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have announced the game between the Bucs and the Kansas City Chiefs will take place at Raymond James Stadium and air on NBC uh, News Channel 8 locally. October 2nd, kickoff is scheduled for 820 PM. What is the over or under on how many primetime games the Bucks will have this year on what could be the farewell tour for Tom Brady? Primetime meaning Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night? Yeah. I think we'll get four. Four. I was trying to remember how many it was last year because I remember it was tied uh, with the uh, with the reigning uh, defending Super Bowl champion. So, yeah, mm. I think I, I think it may be more than that. I, I feel like this team is going to be playing in uh, prime time damn near uh, every week, especially knowing what we know uh, that, the, that the schedule makers have come out and said, hey, we had to redo the entire schedule once we found out uh, Tom <laughs> Brady was coming back. I think because they flex games now, and then and there are some Saturday night yeah. games too, I think. I'm going to say they start off with four, two Monday night games, a Sunday night game, and a Thursday night game. And by the end of the season, they flex at least one, if not two, Bucks games into primetime. It's going to be interesting to see who kind of uh, pops up as the... Uh as the real threat in the NFC because on paper, I don't think there's one clear and present. I mean, I guess probably the Rams again, I guess, but still not probably the same team they had last year. So it's going to be very interesting to see if it will be as smooth of a run through the NFC as it kind of feels like it might be today for Brady and the Bucks. I think there's going to be a surprise team that pops up like you kind of intimated towards. And I, and I don't know who that team is, but I think there, uh, there's a team that just uh, comes out of the shoot with a lot of momentum and just carries that through. I don't know who that is though. Uh, we've been talking a bit about the last few days, uh, this this formula shortage, and it's scary and it's bizarre, and uh, you know we're, we're we're pretty much learning that it's it's because of uh, you know COVID and the supply chain issues, and obviously the uh, the plant that was shut down uh, up north from by the FDA is not helping the situation. Well, uh, reporters are starting to push a little bit more in the press briefings about what the hell is going on and and what may happen next. And I've got a, uh, a fresh piece of audio here uh, from Jen Psaki uh, being asked about what the plan is. 
But if you are a parent who's looking for formula right now, struggling to find what you need, do you have a, even a rough guess of how long these shortages are going to last? What should parents be bracing for here? Well, we've already seen an increase in supply over the past couple of weeks. What we are seeing, which is an enormous problem, is hoarding. Uh, people hoarding because they're fearful. Uh, that is one element of it. And people hoarding because they are trying to profit off of fear, fearful parents. So that is also something we're focused on uh, taking efforts to track and adjust uh, uh, and address and, and look into. Um, but if you. So not 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 what you even say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think when you don't and I don't know, I'm not even going to entertain the thought because I can't even deal with the thought that the, this is manufactured or fabricated or some variation of it. But if you know it's a problem and there's no way to fix it, what do you say? And how is Joe <laughs> Biden not on the phone with the FDA saying, hey, you got to open this plant today? I don't understand what's going on with that plant. They say that they no longer have or maybe never even did have the bacteria concerns. So then why is it going to be 10 weeks before they can produce more baby food? Yeah, it it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. And I and like we just discussed, I don't have any more, nor may I never have any. But uh, uh, I have a friend up up in Michigan who is freaking the f out. They they have a uh, a baby who who takes a very specific type of sensitive stomach, uh, you know, formula or whatever the hell it is and um she's begging people from all over the country to to please help her to try to get some in their hands they can't find it within hours of their home and um and, and much like jen Saki alluded to there there are people on the internet who are charging like 30 dollars a freaking thing or 50 dollars a, a little uh you know container for formula which is worse of all don't want to turn this into anything political but I'm, i guess i'm invariably about to it's not that i don't think that the ukrainians aren't worthy of our help it's not that I don't think it's a, a worthy cause to help them defend themselves against Russia. But when you've got parents desperate to feed their children in this country and you give $40 billion to a foreign entity instead of doing whatever you can to stimulate baby food manufacturing, people like me don't understand it. Yeah, and I, I think I think that 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 number is getting bigger and bigger. I think you know you can you can do all of those things. It's it's like so many conversations we have where I don't think that they have to be mutually exclusive. I think you can care with your whole heart and your whole being about Ukraine and feel like we need to do this and do that, and and maybe the amount of money we're giving is is okay. Uh, but to but to see that type of money go out the door while at home, there seems to be so many struggles. Some of them that are at an all time high. You know when you look at the gas and you look at the baby food and you look at this and you look at that there there just kind of becomes a, a pattern a bit uh that, that that is not cool and you ask the spokesperson what parents should do and she says don't hoard well that's assuming that they can find food in the first place to hoard which they cannot you're not giving any answers to desperate parents who are trying to feed their children that should be this country's number one priority right now is getting food into the parents' hands and into infants' mouths. Do you, you know, we 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 were, when we talked about the uh, what were we calling? Were we calling the gas people something that were when they were gas holes? Gas holes, yeah. Uh, you know that, and, and we kind of touched on this already. But for the most part, I I understand them saying people are hoarding, but more so with gas, more so than anything, I understand a parent feeling like they have to hoard. And I of know course. that's not right, but it's just if you haven't seen this formula on a shelf. 
in weeks or days or you 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 know that it's a problem uh thinking that that that, that you might want to grab more than you need to ensure that your kid isn't going to go without food i understand that as a parent probably just looking out for their kid and as a parent myself, if I can't find food and all of a sudden I find food and you're going to tell me there's a limit of three cans, I'm going to do whatever I can to get my my relatives, my everybody I know to each buy three cans so that I can make sure my kid is fed. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, things are not looking good. I, I alluded to it yesterday. They put in a new ban on how long you can shower uh, in uh, certain areas of uh, Los Angeles. They're under a terrible drought. And I was watching the local Fox News last night uh, when they went to live shots. Grim uh, photos reveal how devastating a Wednesday night California wildfire was as up to 20. Have you seen any of these pictures yet? I've not. Up to 20 multi-million dollar mansions were reduced to rubble uh, in just about a matter of an hour. The blaze dubbed the coastal fire ignited near a water treatment facility. Um, it's in the Laguna Beach area. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Uh, but on Wednesday night, the local ele- electricity company revealed that there was circuit activity occurring close in time to the report of the fire. As residents say, power went out before the flames erupted. Such wild scenes. It's, it's, it's to paint it for you if you haven't seen them. It's this giant hillside, like a mountainside. And uh, along the whole mountainside is a row of the most beautiful, large mansions you've ever seen. Mm. And all of them are on fire. And, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of things to be worried about when it comes to natural disasters. We worry about hurricanes here, and we've seen the damage that they can do. Something about living in a place where... One second, everything can be okay, and the next, your house and all of your neighbors' houses can be on fire. Uh, feels scarier uh, than a lot of other things that we can face naturally. That's a, that's a terrifying natural disaster right there, and and man, fire is just a merciless beast. It really is, and I mean, I I don't know what the hell is up and what is down when it comes to climate change, but I can tell you one thing: these fires definitely seem like they're getting worse every year, and, and they definitely uh, attached to this uh, article I'm looking at. They have uh, some graphs based on the months, and it used to be a summer thing. It used to be a uh, you know a spring and summer thing that they got wildfires. Now. Uh, you know, massive wildfires uh, burning, uh, you know, at any time during the 12 months of the year. So, uh, you know, probably another reason why people are like, I'm going to get the hell out of this area because I don't like the idea of my house going up in flames on a moment's notice. Imagine being helpless and watching as the as the flames close in on you and this house that you paid so much money for that has become your pride and joy. It's it's so it's so and sometimes like these all look like all of them were burning, uh, but they had a reporter right down there with the firefighters, and it's like 15 houses burning, and then three that were unscathed, and then five more behind it burning. <sighs> it's almost tornado-like in the sense of you get the wrong embers to hit the wrong place of your mm. house because uh, the winds are whipping at like 75 miles an hour at times. Your house is just boom, gone. Thoughts and prayers. I don't know if you have any old memories or if you've had any run-ins over the years uh, with Andy Dick, uh, but he was arrested uh, by Orange County Sheriff deputies on charges of felony sexual assault. Dick had been staying with a group of people living out of their RVs (laughs) in an Orange County campground and live-streaming their lives together on uh, Captain Content YouTube channel. According to a man named... Max Milano in the group, one of the members alleged that Dick uh, molested him recently. Orange County sheriffs were dispatched uh, about 9 a.m. 
uh, to Trabuco Canyon Campground, where a man alleged he had been sexually assaulted by the comedian. That coming from the Orange County Sheriff Sergeant Scott Stenley. Uh, Dick is currently being held on $25,000 bail, according to jail records. Uh, they're trying to uh, you know, get more information from other people who lived in this bizarre RV compound. But Andy Dick was always kind of out there to me. It's interesting when these people that portray and have this outward bizarreness to them turn out to be b- more bizarre than we ever even knew. Um, always been a little eccentric. And I think we all kind of thought that maybe he was, had a little bit of a screw loose. I don't think anybody saw this coming. And and I hope that you saw the same story on Daily Mail that I did about this. Because I'm going to give you a, a sentence here that's going to blow your mind. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. A video posted online shows the moment a live streamer confronted Andy Dick in a ramshackle trailer accusing the comedian of molesting him in his sleep after discovering a lube-like substance in his butt. Oh, my God. That's I'm reading that verbatim. Yeah, sadly, I didn't pull this one from Daily Mail because that's a line that I would have... Uh, that, that a, a lube-like substance in his butt. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Mm. C- cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. I mean, that's the thing, too. Is I mean, I know Andy Dick is not doing big things, but... Is Andy? Di- I mean, clearly he is. He's at the he's at the RV compound stage of life. Like nothing yeah. that he's done has propped him up enough to not have to be living in an RV. I mean, I guess it's drug addiction and and other things that, that, that come along with it. Mental illness plus drug abuse plus alcohol abuse equals not good things for anybody. Uh, let me just rapid fire uh, a couple real quick at you. Remember the couple, uh, Crystal Turner and Kylan Schlute? They were killed uh, in uh, in Utah right around the same time at the Gabby Petito, uh, Brian Laundry thing, and everybody wanted to uh, say that it was Brian Laundry. Yep. Um, well, they think they got the guy who did it, uh, but he killed himself. This Adam Pinknowicz uh, supposedly confessed to killing these two women to a bunch of people and then killed himself a couple months ago. Uh, police believe they're going to be able to close the case soon. Uh, so rapid fire, done there. Mike Tyson won't face charges for punching a man on an airplane. Uh, that was when you were during, uh, that's when you were out. What, were, what was your take on the, the Mike Tyson attack? That guy should never have verbally uh, bothered Mike Tyson. If you po- if you poke the bear that is Mike Tyson, you better be expected that he's going to beat your ass. Not that he shouldn't face charges for it, but I think we can all agree that if you antagonize Mike Tyson, you pretty much deserve the ass kicking that you're going to get. You figure you enroll in the military. There's dangers everywhere. You never know, you know what can happen or if you're going to be on the front lines. Uh, but you probably don't assume that it's going to be a bear that takes you out. A U.S. Army soldier has died of his injuries after he was attacked by a bear while on a training exercise on Tuesday in Alaska. The soldier was part of a small unit in a training area west of Anchorage Regional Landfill when the bear attacked. Uh, the name of the soldier uh, was pending, uh, withheld, pending the next of kin notifications. Uh, Alaska wildlife troopers are now conducting a search for the bear uh, that is believed to be car- that carried out the deadly attack. The area has been closed to the public for all recreation uh, to prevent further attacks. Jeez, man. Dude, I mean, you imagine that? Like, you, you, you're going to go fight for your country and you got this vision and then a bear takes you out. It's not even known at this point what type of bear it was. Uh, grizzly bears and black bears are the two most common species inhabiting the area, uh, but it is still not officially known. R.I.P. 
I got breaking uh, football news, and it's going to affect anybody in a fantasy football keeper league. If you have wide receiver Jerry Judy from the Denver Broncos, a stud, I believe he was a second-year player last year, might be looking for a trade right now. He's being held at the Arapahoe County Jail on charges of second-degree criminal tampering with a domestic violence enhancer. It's a misdemeanor. He's on a known bond hold. He's innocent until proven guilty. But if the NFL continues to take domestic violence seriously, uh, this does not bode well. Oh, man. Yeah, that is... uh... I'll be curious to hear the details when they come out about that. Uh, Let's step aside for a moment. Uh, This case, I got to say, Drew Garabo himself has probably covered this and been more in depth on this case than anybody locally. Uh, And and it has to do with the 24 year old, or no, I'm sorry, the 24 year sentence uh, for a very young man uh, in the terrible tragedy that happened on Bayshore. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.